Hey there, I'm Rachel Corbett and welcome to another episode of Small Change, the podcast that's all about the small changes you can make that'll make a big difference to your finances. Now, are you up to your neck in insurance premiums? Well, Renee Verco reckons that you might have forgotten to insure the most important asset of all. I know you're intrigued and that's why I'm going to shush and let the very smart lady tell you what she means by that. But not before I remind you that the tips on this potty are general. That's right, disclaimer time. And not tailored to your circumstances because that would mean that we could read your mind or get into your bank account and that feels yucky. So if this podcast has inspired you to get your finances sorted, then make sure you seek out some independent financial advice. See, that wasn't too painful, was it? Okay, suspense over. Take it away, Renee. Most of us, we don't hesitate to insure our car, insure our house, insure our health. But how many of us are actually insuring ourselves as an asset? So it's really important to start to view ourselves as the most important asset and the engine room of our lives and our ability to earn an income. So I think, you know, over the years, insurance has been one of those topics that's perhaps, you know, shunned and it's not a very exciting one to talk about. We often feel like we're spending a lot of money on it and not getting something in return. But the way to really look at insurance is that that insurance can play a role in filling a gap if something unforeseen or untoward was to happen to you. So for most people, if you didn't have your income protected and something happened to your ability to earn an income, all of your other plans would fall apart. So ask yourself, would you be able to maintain your lifestyle if you weren't able to work? And do you have enough assets behind you to support you or any dependents that you have to have extended time off work? Now, there's no exact formula to work out exactly how much cover you need, but it's just to start thinking about if something happened to me and I wasn't able to work, what sort of policy or what sort of cover would I need in place to replace that? And how much would I be prepared to pay for it? Particularly when you look at what you're prepared to pay to insure a car or home contents or your iPhone for that matter, whatever it may be. So add yourself on the list as an asset and the amount of money you earn. Write down your ideal retirement age. So if you're 25 now or you're 30 and you ideally want to retire at the age of 60, so you've got 30 years of your working life to go, multiply that by the amount of income that you earn. That's your ability to earn that level of income for the rest of your life. Now, I want you to write down how much you pay for personal insurances. Now, you might be totally stunned and think, I don't have any insurances whatsoever. And when I talk about personal insurances, I'm referring to things like your life insurance or insuring against you becoming totally or permanently disabled or falling critically ill or insuring your income. So that calculation that I've given you isn't the exact amount you need to insure or exactly how you calculate it, but it will get you thinking about the importance of you. So I would encourage most people might have some insurances in their superannuation fund. Go and have a look at it, see what you've got, see what you're covered for and start thinking about what is my most important asset and have I got it protected? They say being self-obsessed is a bad thing. Well, not in this case. You get your income insured stat and make sure you share this show with any of your pals who need help saving a little money. Right, I'll see you on Friday for another episode of Small Change.